Uh, Gittin have Shabbos Kodesh for those of you that are listening before Shabbos and I get to Bach for those of you listening Matzah Shabbos. We are holding in Baba Kama. Dav Tzadi Gimel. We're about to finish the Perik. We're about to finish the eighth Perik. Perik HaChoyvel. Besiyat HaDashmai. And of course move on to the ninth Perik. Well, I say this is it. We're getting close. We've got 119 Daf. Kufya Tess is the end. And we're holding by Daf 93. Work it out, Rabbi Sai. Here we go. We pick it up from the end of Daf Sadi base, Omid base, where we're going through all sorts of memoriam of where do we find the Makar for this and where do we find the Makar for that. I always like these Gemaris because it always shows us that like everything has a Makar. There is no such thing as even an expression, a saying, a doing, a minig, a, a tradition. Everything has a, a Makar. Everything has a source for it. And it's such an important idea to give over to others as well, that there is nothing that has no Makar, even things that are like so obscure, like what's shut? You know, we may not even know it, we may not even be able to find it, but there are those who know it and understand it, and it's just special to know that everything we do in Yezidin, in Yiddishkeit, has a source, has a reason. Let's begin, Rabbi Isai, we're holding by the bottom, Mamish the bottom, the last three lines, study based on the base, Omele Rava Rabba Bamori, Menaha Milsa, where does this thing come from? Dharma Inch that people say. When we were young, then, you know, we were like, we were like, uh, adults. Hashta the Kashisha, uh, Now we're old, we're just as low as children. Unbelievable. And then it says, as we turn our eyes to today's page, and then it says, In other words, when Claudio was young, they had the Rabbi Shalom, kind of, as the leader. <coughs> Later on, we were Zoycha to a Malach. Let's move on. Rabba the Rabba Ba Marim and Arnold Sadami and Shri people say, Pasha Marinich, say, Tihive Mashaich. Right? If you go after a rich guy, then it will take away uh, pieces of fat in that case. In other words, basically, you'll also get a little bit of wealth. In that case, right? Someone that gives over the din, right? Uh, on his friend, we're talking about Tishamayim specifically. Um, the Maisa, he at the end of the day gets, uh, gets, gets, gets punished first in that case. In other words, someone that says to Hashem, could you please, you know, look, you know, sort this guy out for what he's done? The Banishman says, we're going to look at you first. Sorry, he gave her a hesped. That's only if it's shayach to do based in down over here. Right, woe is to the one who cries more than the one of the of the guy that you know one that needed to cry. It's actually them in that In the end of the day, they give punishment to the one who cries before they punish the one who actually needed to have the cry. Never allow the clola of even a regular guy be light in your eyes. Avimelech was cursing Soros, Avimelech killed Soros in the sky in Bazaar, and eventually it was Taka fulfilled. Shnei mehine yulach, sus inaim. 
Since you cover up things for me, and you never reveal that Avraham Avinu is your husband, then you cause me this tzar. You're going to have children basically with eyes covered up in that case, obviously referring to blind in that case. And of course it was fulfilled because it says, um, and eventually started not being able to see. Someone should be uh, someone that people run after, not the one who runs after other people. If somebody tells somebody else, please, could you, you know, take out my eye? All of these things. So he said at the end of the day, he's still high to pay unless he does almanas, whatever. Okay. The ratio is because a person cannot basically be moichel for Rashi Vorim. Doesn't make a difference what tonight he makes, right? But what, you're gonna tell me a person is on the sound? No way! The tiny the was quiet. Omar, he said, Did you hear anything about this? Which again, a person cannot be moichel for the mishpacha. Shuhu kalav. Sometimes there's a yes that's like a no. Yeshlav shuhu kahin. Sometimes you have a no that's like a yes in that case. Tony Nabiyachi. Ayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayay
called Hagoizel Eitzim. Once again, a very common parak that people learn uh, in, in yeshivas and, uh, you know, Pekias, Be'ian, people do all sorts of things. It's a very beautiful parak. And there's a lot of a lot of interesting halachas that come from this. In fact, just to, I mean, I don't have that much time. It is Erev Shabbos Kodesh. But I just give you a tiny bit of a, I guess, a bit of a hagdomer over here. This is an interesting pair because talking about being, be, people being Tovea Momon that come through, through Gzela. Right, we'll talk about, for example, where an item of xela was, was was changed by the gazlan, whether it's you know a, a mila or a chesor, and it went up or down, whatever it was. You know, what's the din in such a case? Uh, what if it lost the value for whatever it was? Right, chomet pesach, for example. You know, there's lots of different dinim that we're dealing with over here. Lots of different halachas. Let's dive right into it, Rabbi Sai. Besiyatu deshmaya. We're going to dive into it, and the Gemara says, I mean, the Mishnah says, Hagozel eats in sadi gimel of another. Here we go. Hagozel eats of also kedim. What happens if a person stole wood and he basically changed them into kedim into utensils, or, for example, semer, or he shed off wool, vason begodim, and he made it into clothing. Mishalim kishas agzela. Right. In other words, he wants to pay for the wood or the semer that he stole. He pays whatever it was worth, Bishas Akzela, at that time. He doesn't have to give back the Kli or the beggar that he made from there. Cause as we say, we'll see later on, he was Koina Bishino Hamaisa, which we'll get to. Right in the Mishnah, Gozal Porah, Uberes, Vialda. In the, the Miri actually says this was Bishus Gazlan, and it gave birth. Or for example, Rachel, he stole a Rachel, little Shepsala, Tuna. Had loads of um, uh, hair on it. And he shared it up. And the, the, what he has to pay is exactly what he stole, which was, was about to give birth and about to be shared off in that case. They got pregnant and gave birth by him, by the Gazlan. Or for example, Again, it, you know, suddenly got a lot of hair when it got to him. In that case, over there, Rabbi Sai, this is the rules of the Mishnah. Remember this for the rest of your life. But come and give on the base. Zaklal. Kola gazlonin. Mishalmim keshal sagzela. They always pay in that case. In that case. Mishal sagzela over there. Um, so the Gemara. Okay, let's begin. Omri, they said. Yeah? Omri, they said. Eight simba also kalim in. All right, in a Hanami. Then he made him kalim. So in a Hanami, he's going to be coined to them. Shifon loy. If you just basically shave them down, then that is not enough to be koina. Sem have also got them in. Yeah, okay, that's enough of a mice of a shinoi to be koina. Libnon, if you just make it white, Rambam holds on Hilchos Malab and Vaishabas Kodesh, if you made it white, you, 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 you bleached it, whatever, then loy, that will not be enough of a shinoi to be koina. If I mean, if a stira goes a late to a shibon of 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 a shibon we're talking about when you already stole pieces of wood that were already plain. They were already, what's it called? Smooth. Or mine or what that. And sorim, like boards that they use for the sukkah. They're beautifully smooth and everything like that. And you made it into something nice. The shina adole briyosahu. Ah, that was a shina that can go back to its original form. The ibon mishanu. Because if you want, you can just pull everything apart and they become boards. Sem ever also begodim. So to the time you made begodim in that case, it's not the type of person that took regular normal wool and made the whole process of spinning it and made it into a garment. No. But sem it was already spun already. The shina that can go back to its original form. The ibon sasa, they want you can take the garment apart and all the threads are still going to be there. Because you can shina deraisa. For sure, a deraisa de kashino, like for example, bleaching it, which is no way 
way of you know, turning it back in time, and that will be a Kenyan. But Tana Barav, whereas the Tana of the Raisa, Shina Daraisa Ptani, that they're talking about specifically only a Shina Daraisa, the Shina Drabona Lektani, Rashiyama, Nochopshat. So about a mortar and pestle, you know, the pestle is a little like a bowl. They used to crush spices and the medication in there, right? The Hainu Shipam, that's like basically the same idea as making it smooth. Same of us, the God is talking about the Hainu Shinu de la Hoda. Again, and Namte, talking about felt. The Hainu Shinu de la Hoda, once again, we're talking about specifically a Shinu that cannot be simply reversed. Fet the Gemorra, the Libun, we have a Shinu. We'll understand. Bleaching the wool, which is a part of the process, it's a very important part of the process. Are you telling me that something that can't go back? Meaning it's a Shinu, it's enough of a Shinu, but I mean of a Stiha, they hear speak, what happens if the owner didn't manage to give it? Before he died, it potter, my sister's potter from that case, and giving you a shagate to the coin, he can keep it for himself. Live never knows, so he's going to be hired. Ooh, so that's the case that bleaching it is not considered to be a shino, that's koina. It really depends on what you hold. Right, we had that by um a hilka shabbos as well. Basically, you made everything straight. You know, it was it was all tangled up, and you made it all nice straight. Hard oh, the soruke soruke ones when you actually combed it, which is of course much more of a thing than just untangling it. Rabbi Chia by Ravina Ma the Chaburei Chaburei. No, the what the what the Mishnah is talking about is the gaze that says that whitening it is not considered to be enough of a shinoi. You just washed it. Hard the Chaburei and the Brice is talking about the case of the Gzela. That's talking about where you mamish like. Bleached it, mamish for the whole whitening that can't go back. Right, Rabbi Sai. Now that you're telling me, there's a type of tseva that, according to Rabbi Shimon, is not a shinoi. Even have a shinoi to Tanya. Since I can take off the dye through some kind of real strong cleaning detergent, it's a change that can go back. And therefore, that's not going to be kind of washing. Bleaching it, something you could do about it to get it back. I guess make it dirty, but that's not getting it back to its original thing. That's just making new materials. The king told me, you told me, hospital over there, that we said over there, I speak with no, I know, Potter, but I remember, Diva, I call, and we stabbed that even a country of Shimon, but color, you know, under the offer, we do a specific color, they cannot be come out, come out by the detergent in that case over there. And perhaps, I think, maybe, we should stop over here because it's shop is Kodesh. And we'll continue with Ezra Hashem. I want to wish everyone a Moedig Shabbos. I get a It's going to be a great week. Big things coming up. I'll let you know next year. Be well. Hatzlacha.